0: Another day, another dollar, Tenny B. Who's what? Dollar. I got I just got paid a dollar. For a, what? I don't know, endorsing a product last week. It was, it, okay. was
1: it was so cool. Well, mate, with eight and a half thousand followers on Instagram, you should be charging <laughs> more than a dollar.
0: Oh, I love hanging out with you and chatting with you about stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> but We have some very talented artists
1: waiting to chat with us. Hell yeah. So like, Famba. Famba's great. If you don't know about him, he's a Canadian DJ, producer. Hmm. He's he's a really interesting guy. I love his style, his style of production, and I really honestly believe that this guy is going to blow up real soon.
0: Yeah, he's going to be kicking goals, and he's ready. He's on the right track.
2: Looking back when I was a kid too, and when I was listening to music, always would listen to albums, like come home from school, put on a new album, get lost for an hour or two. And I think the album's kind of like a lost art, but it seems to be coming back, because I think people are kind of craving that like personal kind of connection with the artist and having more of a story and more of a, you know, like a journey through the music.
1: And Zanin, you know how much I love that whole idea of whether it's a song, but especially when it comes to an album or a body of work, whether it's an EP Mm. and having that journey from start to finish, like the chronology, Mm. all that style is just awesome.
0: It's crazy to think that they could create their own world in this album and then you get to be a part of that world. This is exactly why Famba is on the right track.
1: Well, let us bring you into the world of Famba right now. Pamba, how's it going? Very good, sir. Very good, you sir. Good, So I don't have great
2: lighting right now. I'm uh, I'm staying at my parents' place in in Halifax, so they don't have (laughs) it's that old, like hundred year old house, so they
1: don't have the new, up to date kind of technology with lighting and everything. You know, we just had a chat with MKLA, and she was telling us about look. I mentioned it before. I so said again. She was telling us about how organic the process was and how it all came to fruition from like hanging out at a party, and it just grew from there. Is that the way you like to make music in that in that certain way? Or yeah, I
2: mean, if it could work out like that every time, um, you know, life would be good. Because usually, you know, you know, not all writing sessions are great. A lot of them, you know, you're not getting what you want out of it. Sometimes you're just not having a good day. I mean. So so, I mean, you write 100 songs a year, maybe, and maybe like 10 of them are good. So when you're able to have fun with your friends, you know, throw back a couple drinks and not really think about it too much and just kind of vibe out and write a song that turns out to be good. Like, you know, that's the best feeling in the world.
0: That's so cool. Actually, I was a bit shocked when I saw you. Um, I expected you to have long hair and a baby face. That's that's the the way she described you, M. Kelly. (laughs) That's how she... When
1: she first first met you, you had your long hair. Yeah,
0: I think I'm like down to the shoulders style thing. Um,
2: (laughs) Man, I couldn't do it anymore. It's just so much work. Like, I'd wake up and like take me like four hours (laughs) to dry my hair every morning. And I had really curly hair too, right? (laughs) so humid where I live, so it was just like, it would poof out to here, it's just, I don't
1: know, man. It <laughs> would work. Yeah, when she first met you, you had your long hair, she goes, she goes I, I knew, he was just a vibe. She goes, by the way, he's got a baby face, but he he's definitely, like, he, he, he parties, parties. One, of, <laughs> one of those 5 is just like us. I've heard wow. exposed?
0: <laughs> Yeah, she set the she set the scene for you, so the interview is going to be a bit manipulated, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> the the vibe uh, for games we play, uh, MKLA. Brando in the track and it's um and it's such a cool uh love triangle as the way she put it um how did you find when you made the song like you know did you did it just you know all come about so easily or did you, you know have to work on it afterwards a bit more like it was it just done when you you finished it
2: I mean usually I mean especially considering we were all pretty drunk in the studio like it definitely wasn't like there the next day like you know <laughs> it, it sounded like we were drunk when we made it um <laughs> So usually the process that I do is like when I'm writing songs is like I'll get a basic kind of demo done the day of, like writing the song, um, focus more like you know most on the vocals and then um, kind of chip away at the production later. Um, in the following like week or two, we had then um, Michaela come kind of in and like recut a couple of the vocals, but the majority of the vocals that you hear were all done on the night, oh, uh, which is pretty impressive for her to be able to sing like you know under those circumstances, but. <laughs> um, yeah, usually what I do is get the like the foundation of the song and then I'll kind of come in and I'll just start jamming at synths and kind of adding little things. But the, the meat and potatoes of the actual song was all done on the first night. Like it was pretty much all there. It was just kind of like tweaking and adding all the little, you know, ear candy stuff to, you know, fill it out and finish it kind of thing.
1: No, I get that. I get that. I don't remember who said it, but always right drunk edit sober yeah <laughs> and i think like, for me anything creative that i'm putting together i always end up have to, having to have a couple of drinks or whatever yeah you don't have those you got all your inhibitions are, are lost and you just kind of just chill and just write yeah without going oh i don't know is someone gonna hate mm. this is someone gonna love this just put it together and when you listen to it sober you just kind of go Oh, yeah, no, that's a piece of junk. <laughs> or, or something like this comes about. I think it's 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 really cool to have that kind of outlook. Well, we, we don't endorse alcohol yet anyway, so just drink responsibly, guys. No, no, no. This <laughs> is a one-time
2: thing.
0: <laughs> Look, I, I love your tracks. Um, you're... I feel like you're, you're more electronic artist uh, styles, but this one is more of the pop vibe, the radio vibe, um, which we obviously love too because um, we're a dance show, but we all, we also love, you know, the commercial side of things as well. Um, yeah, your tracks, uh, Still Call Your Mind was one of my favorites um, originally, and now obviously Games We Play is just a banger and a half that we love. Um, is that the, the style that you want to head towards more? Because, like, obviously you're a DJ, producer, producer, um, playing your shows and then the pop vibe comes through, you know, are, you, are you, is your music going to head towards that pop side of things or, you going to stick towards your dance stuff?
2: I mean, the goal is always to kind of tread the line, you know, um, cause I, I started when I was like a, a wee lad, just started, to, you know, use Fruity Loops. I was making <laughs> dance music, that kind of stuff. Um, and then started writing songs and then really started to get into pop music, but I didn't quite make it, um, as an artist, I was just writing for other people. So, ever since then the goal has always been to kind of combine those two worlds um as best as i can but sometimes it ends up being a little bit more dancey sometimes it's a little more pop-leaning um i kind of just you know do whatever feels right for the song but definitely in the future you know trying to do more dance because you know as we know pop music is great but it's sometimes lacks at shows um so you know as a dj you definitely need some more Dance focus kind of stuff for the live setting, and and honestly, I just love dance music and love making it and love playing it out. But yeah, I mean, lots of dance, lots of pop, but definitely trying to meet in the middle in the future.
0: It is hard to make a pop song because obviously dance music, even though it is obviously hard to make both, but with dance music, you, can, you know, you can loop it off. And, you know, the second breakdown could be pretty much exactly the same with a with a yeah. pop track. It you got to get those hooks right. You got to get uh, uh, the earworm that um MKL. MKLO was speaking about, you know, getting that da-da-da um, you know repetitive sound that everyone will remember and and, it, and it's cool yeah, to like think something that. like that
1: is, is really in your pop lane and yeah. your pop world and it, having a riff like that really gets into your head and being able to mix those two worlds mix see because he's a DJ yeah, mix I see what it. I did there is yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs> say <laughs> I think it is quite important because we're seeing it time and time again with heaps of different genres like you've got hip hop mixing with country and you've got people like David Guetta has been doing it for years mixing those two worlds and you've got a really nice in between because it, it, it's obvious you are a dj and you know that live space so well because you're dance the songs that are a bit more dancey people that enjoy dance music or whatever sort of genre through within that space they really enjoy it but then you could start slowly grabbing from that pop space which is i think it's a really awesome spot to be playing in it's you
2: know i like it too i mean at the end of the day, I like pop music too. Like I just really really enjoy it. And I think as an artist and a songwriter, it is a bit of a challenge and it's really kind of fun to take that on because, you know, pop music is hard to write. Um, You really got to, you know, tweak things and really make sure all the melodies and the lyrics are making sense. And, you know, Are are good because there's good songs and bad songs, so I think it's just really you know fun and challenging to write.
0: Well, we're we're asking um, everyone in the games we play team uh, to tell us the games that they like to play. (laughs) So, what what is uh, something that you like? What's a game that you would like to play? uh, I guess what in the past or like a game like a player
1: right, you're asking the question bro I'm
0: trying i try, try to think of this without being too raunchy game, or games it, we play in trilogy. terms of
1: why are we talking Twister Solitaire yeah, yeah, that go, sort of stuff
0: let's go with a normal child game
1: All right. if I was to play one of those do
0: you have anything there in your 100 year old house <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't do I liked Monopoly a lot as a kid. That one was always good, but I was always a video game kid. Like I was always playing video games as a kid. That was my thing. I still
1: do. I guess I'm still a kid. Are we talking like old school video games with Nintendo 64, Sega, or are we talking like keeping up to date with everything?
2: I play them all, honestly. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big gamer, man. I I mean, I love it. I'm always playing like Smash Bros or something. like. <laughs> The best part about touring too is like you can go backstage and like hook up like Mario Kart or Smash Bros and all the DJs will just play and it's a ride. I mean, I love it. That's what happens
0: in the green room. See, everyone thinks it's so, everything's so, so, so much it's worse. But it's just, yeah, it's not partying. It's just you're just playing Nintendo games. That's
2: what it is. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Definitely a little bit of partying, but mostly Nintendo. Just, just a whole bunch of DJs and producers nerding out. I love it.
2: <laughs> Man, honestly, like a lot, of, a lot of people don't seem to – understand like a lot of producers are big nerds i mean like this to to learn producing it's like quite a nerdy thing i mean you're sitting there listening to loops and like playing with synths and like twisting knobs and it's like very technical like you know so i I do find a lot of producers turn out to be kind of nerdy
1: Well, it's <laughs> nice even like talking. To we've we've had a chat to Steve Aoki before, name drop, uh, and he's he he's exactly that as well. The way he's you'd sit down and talk to him, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I'm just a I love playing like games and
2: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> all that jazz." I mean, right? he does,
2: he's doing that whole Pokemon card opening thing yeah. too, which is awesome to see. Yeah, <laughs> DJ like Steve Aoki just like repping open twenty year old. Pokemon cards it's oh awesome oh my god also crazy how much money those are worth too like some of those are insanely expensive of course he has too much money
0: <laughs> uh, so what's what's next uh, for Famba like obviously you've got Games We Play is out and it's and it's really you know generating some great numbers um, so what what's up what's up next for Famba um, so I actually have
2: another single coming September 10th you guys are the first to hear about it because I just found out about it like 30 minutes ago yes That'll be the next single And then um, shortly after that My EP will drop So that'll be Wishes Volume 2 Which has been a long process Just because of You know COVID and all the lockdowns And stuff I had so much time To work on Five songs So you know It went through A lot of different stages And so many songs Got swapped out So Anyways that's what's been In the work for the last Year and a half Um, And then now I'm starting to write an album Which has been Super fun kind of scary because it's like no one teaches you how to write an album you know there's no books on that you kind of just have to do it sometimes it's confusing when like you don't know where to start but anyways yeah ep2 is coming out and an album is being
1: so cool. dude that's incredible so like i was literally just about to ask like do you as a producer and as an artist do you prefer to work in that space of create a single or create one track or do you like the whole idea of an album space like I, personally my favorite zone is like being able to listen that whole idea of an album being a journey from start yeah. to finish yes yeah. is like really awesome so it'd be really cool to see is that where you're thinking yeah
2: I don't know just like looking back when I was a kid too and when I was listening to music you know growing up always would listen to albums like come home from school put on a new album put it head, head on and just you know get lost for an hour or two um and I think the album's kind of like a lost art lately, but it seems to be coming back because I think people are kind of craving that like personal kind of connection with the artist and just kind of having more of a story and more of a you know, like a journey through the music instead of just a collection of singles, you know. So I think the album you can just do more. You can say more and you can express yourself a little bit more and really kind of tell a story and
1: you know, just more of a journey,
2: which
1: I love. So yeah, see, that's awesome. I really love yeah. that space, and especially with like uh, your dance music or electronic music. Way back when, my favorite sort of genre was your R and B, soul, hip hop, that sort of zone. But now, with through doing this show and, and a lot of listening to a lot more electronic and dance music, initially, my like brain would just go, ah, like, how much of a journey can you really create through? like electronic music and it's incredible the sounds that some producers create through this like the whole idea of journey from start to finish album style it can be really really interesting
2: oh yeah I mean even listening to like a Rubus to Soul album oh dude yeah I was
1: just about to say yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's so cool That's so weird When you said that Talking about albums And going back to your childhood When you used to listen to them You just like really spun me out Just then I was like now I'm going Fuck, I really gotta think about Doing an album Because I used to love doing that That was that was really Really um, exciting To to listen to something uh, All the way through And And the idea behind your album Like what's the vibe That you're kind of going with like, what's the story? You know, that's something I don't know yet.
2: Um, you know, I, I definitely have inspirations of, like, how I want it to sound. But as far as, like, conceptually, I, I don't even know yet. Um, and I, don't, I think I won't know until, like, I suddenly do. Like, you kind of just make that one song and it's like, oh, there it is. Okay, so we're going to do more of that. And then that kind of snowballs into, you know, what's next. But honestly, don't even have an idea about what it's going to be yet. Just kind of letting it loosely happen, just writing songs and kind of, you know, going to start picking a couple that make sense together.
1: Could we see another collab between Brando and MKLA? Oh, maybe, maybe. Mm. Oh,
2: I mean, me and Michaela have been working um, for years now. She was one of the first people I ever worked with in Toronto. Um, and also, Brando and I just wrote a song when I was in LA, so... Who
0: well, there you go. M- MKLA was saying that she's going to be touring with Weekend soon, so you better hit her up quickly.
1: <laughs> she was saying her dream artist to work with would be someone like The Weekend. <laughs> I mean, don't
2: we all? Yeah. That guy is insane. Yeah. He's, he's just
1: incredible. See, if I was to do anything, classic would be Kanye, but second would definitely be like a Chance or a Gambino. Mm-hmm. Either those Either or
2: I think yeah Yay being number one Yeah He's pretty high on the list Just cause I mean, He is crazy He's just such a genius <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I know I just Like sit in a room with him For even an hour and Just Pick his brain somehow Cause I feel like it's just running a mile
1: it would be Or not mile, even yeah. Not even ask him a question Just be like Sit there and just go <laughs> Go <Yeah. laughs>
2: Just say what. I've never heard a bad Yay album I mean Not even Close to a bad one So I don't know I think he would be my number one, actually.
1: Yeah, I think he's almost everyone's number one. He'd have to be just because of how he'd have to be. Yeah. Like, dude, even the haters, every, every yeah. single album, that whole idea, Journey from start to finish, like my favorite album of all time, and th- th- I think the epitome of Journey from start to finish is my beautiful twisted dark fantasy. So good, like incredible, and you, you know, you mentioning Rufus to Soul as like a mm. perfect uh, album. Um, in terms of electronic music and creating that vibe i i can't wait to hear what yours, your your yeah. album's going to turn into i i'm really really excited to it depends on the party
0: you could you could be completely vibed out of really chilled in this album I'm, either I'm like, way oh, either November. way i'm good we're excited <laughs> send it over just send it over we, we, on an ep uh, on a, uh, a vinyl press that'd be
1: oh, great oh yeah, yeah. please please Back. get it vinyl oh, yeah.
2: Definitely going to be on vinyl.
0: Yes, nice. Well, there you go. Well, we get the first uh, copy of that. That's great. You, you heard it here <laughs> <laughs> We can't wait for you to come and join us in Australia. Um, it's going to be... Um, uh, we love Canada as well. Um, we should go skiing in Canada. Maybe we should just go visit him.
1: Yeah, go to Fernie. I'm dying to head over to Fernie, man. Oh, come through. It's, it's like 50% Australians living there. Oh, wow.
2: I don't know how that ended up working out to be like that, but like... I have a friend that lives there and like Australia day is like, <laughs> well, I don't want to go, not yeah. go
0: to Canada to see Australians. Yeah, actually <laughs> that's true. No now, that,
1: <laughs> now that you say that, I'm like, I don't know if I want to go there.
0: <laughs> oh no. Anyway, games we play is out and we obviously love the track. It's, it's, it's a, it's a crazy, crazy tune that you got to check it out. And we love talking to you fam, but hanging out with us. at and Antony Tony B. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And there you go, Famba, a Canadian artist that you get to experience now. You, you have to look him up. If you don't know who Famba is, check him out. And he has a great concept of life and music and
1: creation, and it's cool. Yeah, and look, if you do know Famba, well, I'm glad you learnt a bit more. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a lot today about Famba. Being a Canadian artist... It's one friend of ours that he really loves working with Canadian artists, man. Oh, yes.
0: He's almost like my brother. What? <laughs> I feel like I know him so well now. We've spoken to him so many times and every time we speak to him, I feel like we just are so close
1: and we love him. He's, he's, so, he's so happy. Yeah, Brando. Brando, we had him on our previous podcast with Loud Luxury. If you haven't heard it, make mm. sure you have a listen. Yeah. But we thought, you know what? We've got to give this bloke his own podcast. He deserves
0: it. We have to spotlight some great talent, great voice, just a happy dude. Just so happy.
1: Here we there go. There Ah, oh, there he there is. His party shirt on and everything. I
0: know. Look at him. Hey, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> no, don't put your party shirt
1: on. Oh, he's going to get changed. Oh, there, there we go. There we go. There we go. go. What's up, man? (laughs) All right, let me just
0: take my pants (laughs) off and we're good to go. Oh, man. Let's
1: go. And that's going to be on the next podcast. Make sure you check out Brando next week on More Than Music.